I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hello. Just before we get on with today's episode, Chris and I want to tell you all about our Patreon page. It won't take long, but we think you're going to want to hear it. Because you're missing out, quite frankly. Massively. All the more risque stuff that we sometimes think, oh, can we get away with that? Uh, we put it on our Patreon pages. And there's over 150 episodes uh, for our $10 subscribers. Absolutely. So for well, whatever that works out in UK pounds, what's that, about £7.50 a month? Yeah, for, for the price of a bag of chips, for a Savoy and chips, you can actually have us in your ears four times extra a month. That's four episodes minimum that we put out um, exclusively for Patreons. Plus, um, there's loads of... We video most of our episodes now and the videos. You can watch all of the podcasts now over on Patreon as well. Um, we put up loads of other unique content over there, yeah, don't there's, we? Yeah, there's, there's pictures there. It's basically our version of our only fans account, isn't it, basically? So you, you exactly. get the sort of pictures on there of, of the behind the scenes of Stu tucking into a pot noodle, basically. Sort of stuff you, that shouldn't be available to the public. No one needs to see that. But that's all. We just thought we'd give you a quick heads up that if you're enjoying these podcasts, then be aware for like £7.50, you can go and listen to over 150 exclusive episodes. And there's some great ones over there with previous guests as well. Um, Loads of names that you're going to recognise if you've been listening to to the the weekly podcast we put out. And and also, if you are a subscriber, we're more than likely to do one of your top fives if you recommend it because we prioritise the patrons first, don't we, as well? Absolutely, yeah. So we, we try and sort of do as many top five suggested by you lot as well. So, uh, yeah, head over to Patreon. Where can they find out about it, Chris? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash hardcore listing. Easy peasy. And you can watch an intro video there as well of us in jacuzzis and doing sexy stuff. With Gal Porter. With Gal Porter. Not doing sexy stuff with Gal Porter. Can I just clear, clear that up? <laughs> Gal, I'm not trying to drag your name through the mud. <laughs> and Scroobius Pip. Yeah. <laughs> All right. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash hardcore listing. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. It is the podcast each week where we get a special guest on and that special guest brings a subject to the table. With that subject, they then count down a definitive five within that topic. I'm Stuart Whiffin, I'm one of your hosts and I am joined today by my co-host. Yes, it's Christopher Glasson. 
Good afternoon, everyone. I uh, hope everyone's well. Stu has explained the format. Just to give a quick shout-out to our wonderful sponsors, lovebeer.co.uk and um, Bang Boom Creative. And with Love Beer, you can get a discount at the moment. 15% off if you type in LBHCLP into uh, their promo code. And, uh, yeah, you can get loads of wonderful, wonderful beer. And a little shout-out to our wonderful producer, who is... Mr. 76, um, uh, yeah, guest, uh, guest last week or the week before. If you missed that episode, go and check that out. That was one of the, uh, uh, the, the sort of bulk of episodes we've done to celebrate getting a million downloads. Indeed it was. And that, my friend, was the most professional introduction we've ever recorded. Well, you yeah, know what? The reason I've done this was because I, I realise now that the, the, the big differences between... Um, it, good podcasts yeah, and us. Good, Yes, that is exactly what I'm saying. And it's just, it should someone listen to this podcast for the first time. Normally, we start off by slagging off our sponsors, being mean to each other, <laughs> burping, and just, it's just a shitstorm before we've even kicked off. And so mm. I thought, just to give someone a little bit of context of what we've got coming up, then we can just be ridiculous. But I thought, let's just have that bit where I sound like a bit of a game show host for the first like 30 seconds, mm. and then, then we're away. So are, you, are you assuming I'm bringing in a massive new audience? Oh, you're not. You're, you shouldn't be bringing anything in. Yeah. We haven't introduced you. Start this all again now, Adam oh. Richardson from Pod Bible. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it is. It's Adam. Um, Adam Richardson of um, Hardest Part of the Ring and uh, podcast, uh, which we will be asking all about shortly. And of course, he is one of the founders and editor of Pod Bible Magazine. Hello. Hello. Wow, that really was professional. Thanks. Is, is this, I mean, I think we should touch upon the fact that this happened this week. A million downloads. Thank yeah. you. Have, Thank you, you. have you guys been just constantly texting each other back and forth? Yeah, we've had, some, we've, we've had some nice exchanges for once. It hasn't been the usual. We often think that we should share our text messages on Instagram because <clears throat> mm. they're quite fun. But, um, <laughs> but they're normally quite abusive and we'd probably get cancelled really quickly. But... Right. Um, this week, we've been quite nice to each other, actually. I think, I think so. When we made it, we were like, wow, man, it's something we should be proud of and all that Definitely, stuff. definitely. Is, definitely. Mm. I mean, you've had what, over a thousand episodes, so <laughs> how, how many episodes have you had? Because you don't number them, do you? It's, uh, it's, it's ten listens per episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> spread it out and actually... Well, it's actually nine on this because you're one of them, Ed. Um, uh, no, it's we're on... still think I listen. But... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Hundred and hundred and seventy six episodes. I, use, I think I used to number them. Um, and I, still, I, I, I still number them. Do, do you still number them? Because <laughs> yeah. I was looking in the titles the other day and I, I saw that they didn't have the number. Well, yeah. I looked in the mids and they didn't have the numbers. Mm. But um, yeah, right. I don't know what number is it then. One seven six. That is good then. That is pull- impressive. Mm, he said that too confidently. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. There may have been an element of guesswork on yeah. picking up where we stopped numbering them. You, but, um, you steamed through that lie, and I'm impressed. I have but a you, feeling I did count through them, though. Fuck I don't off. know. I you don't did know. You can't count through them. That's you can't fun. count that no, high. Exactly. No. I've worked with you for a little while now. I, know. <laughs> I haven't got enough fingers. <laughs> Like they're so fat, I think sometimes you've glued some together, but it's just like it's just. <laughs> Do you know what? My, I've got incredibly um, small hands compared yeah. to my compared to my dad. My dad's hands oh, are like they're fat. <laughs> <laughs> Fond memories. They are like ridiculous. Shuffles. My dad's hands. Yeah. Like I, I would say, 
um, each one of my dad's fingers is probably the size <laughs> of um, like when you get like um, a really like decent sausage from from a supermarket mm. like them big fat ones it's like his little fingers like one of them <laughs> they're like they're quite quite I was going to say it's bananas like they're, they're the size of bananas wow. I'm, uh, pic- I'm picturing him as uh, Dave Grohl in the Everlong video yes that's exactly what my dad's <laughs> hands look like <laughs> Tom Cruise in uh, Tropic Thunder yeah. <laughs> yeah. well um yeah, I think I think this was just this is a generational thing because we were all like snowflakes basically compared to our like dads. Like they were all do it. Like my yeah. dad always says, at uh, fifteen I had a bloody a masonry bit and a club hammer and I was just smashing out breeze blocks in the middle of winter <laughs> on a building site. And I think, yeah, I, 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 I'm really glad that you know I didn't have to do that and I just did a paper round to be honest with you. But that's where it comes from. I think is physica- a lot of physicality. And obviously yeah. your, your skeletal shape, like if you're an endomorph or a mesomorph or... It Welcome might, it must to be... Hardcore Listing <laughs> Science Episode. Great to be here. <laughs> well, um, Ad, what are you going to choose today for your top five? I have chosen... Well, the headline is that I've chosen top five smells. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've sort of brought you here under false pretenses a little bit, or at least the listeners, because I can't actually smell. Um, no. I've got uh, anosmia, so I thought it would actually be quite interesting to hear what you guys rate as your top five smells. Talk a little bit about what I think maybe the top five smells are from having a whole lifetime of hearing people going on about smelling stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but sort of talk about the top five best things about not being able to smell. Wonderful. Because <laughs> everyone always says, that sucks, that must suck, or, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, or stuff like that, and it's really not a big deal. I think it works to my advantage, really. So, yeah, but you can't smell you, Adam, as well, so, I don't know, mm. you've probably lost some friends over the years. They just <laughs> well, got... yeah. I mean, Chris, I've only met you once in the flesh, and you haven't been quick to arrange anything else, so... <laughs> I mean, there has been a pandemic. But yeah, Stu, I don't know. Do I smell Stu? No, you smell minty fresh, Ed. Oh, um, okay, good. Um, Phew. I mean, you, I, I, I knew you had no, no sense of smell. You, I mean, I think we'd been working together on Pop Bible maybe a, a few months, and we, I think we was on the tube station, and, and I said something about a smell, and you went, oh, I can't smell. And, and that's the yeah. first time I'd, I'd spoke to anyone that, um, didn't, that, that, that had no sense of smell. And, and what, what did you say it's actually called? Anosmia. 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 Yeah. yeah, that is the technical term, which actually I didn't know about until, I don't know, probably about five years ago. Because it's never really yeah. been... Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what it says on, uh, on Wikipedia. It says, anosmia, also known as smell blindness, which, I mean, I've never heard, and I think it's a bit insulting, really. Just uh, to clarify, you're not blind as well, are you? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so apparently it's the loss of the ability to, det- to detect one or more smells. Um, and it can be uh, that people can lose their smell as a consequence of a nasal condition or brain injury while others are anosmic from birth. And I've just been anosmic from birth, never been wow. able to smell. So it's one of those things where I just, obviously I don't miss it. This, this is life for me, and it uh, it's really is no big deal. Yeah. Well, it isn't, because you, you've, not, you've not had it, and I think that's such a good attitude yeah. to have as well, because it's... <clears throat> Yeah, like you say, there are plenty, plenty of cons about being able to smell. That's for sure. Um, yeah, but yes, yeah, that's, that's such a. Did you, how, when, how old was you when you realised? I can I can sort of go back to when I was about seven or eight. We did this thing at primary school. I don't know if you guys did something similar. Where 
the teachers bought a load of different packets of crisps and then they blindfolded us and then they shoved us in a cupboard. No, they, but they got us to smell, uh, well, to do taste tests on these crisps and then yeah. write down what flavour we thought they were. Mm. And then they got us to smell the crisps and then write down what flavour they were. And uh, I sort of remember kind of going along with it, like them holding up against my nose and pretending to sniff and just being like, okay, well, I'll just write down prawn cocktail as well because that's what my mates are doing. And that, that, it kind of clicked then and I went home to my mum and dad and I said, you know, people always talk about smelling. Is that actually a thing? Like, does something actually happen? And they went, yeah, of course it does. Um, and it kind of went away for a bit and we didn't talk about it. And uh, They didn't try over... and get rid of you then and there? No, no, no. 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 Was, you know, I was excelling in all other areas. Oh, okay. My, my eyesight's incredible. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, could, could, I... could you hear them slagging you off downstairs when you yeah, were upset exactly. with your new sonic hearing? <laughs> see, if, yeah. uh, see if Uncle Pete will take him. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it, 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 over the course of a few years, from when I was about seven until I was about 12 or something like that, it would come up occasionally, but as I said, it's never really a big deal. And then when I got to my early teens, I sort of thought, hold on a minute, this is... I, I think I'd quite like to be able to smell. People are talking about smelling, saying it's saying certain things smell nice, and uh, obviously you start to realise <coughs> that I'd be a lot safer in life if I could smell. Yep. Smoke, gas, all that kind of stuff. And uh, so I said to my parents, I'd, I'd quite like to investigate this. So they took me to the doctors. I had, um, they did a load of allergy tests, the things where you get loads of different pricks on your, uh, on your arm. And they put these different liquids that represent dogs, cats, house dust, um, mould, like window mould, all this stuff. And it turned out I was like a little bit allergic to pretty much all these things. Um, and they then had a look up into my nose and they realized that it was quite congested in there. And I've always been someone who, um, I'm mostly, I'm a bit of a mouth breather. So basically, yeah, but like, it's not, so, often, sorry, but... our listeners. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, I mean, I, I bet the listeners could probably hear that as I uh, lean into the microphone, all breathy. Um, but they decided that it would be a good idea to try and burn away some of the tissue in my nose. So I went, yeah. I had a, had an operation and they sort of burnt, burn away some of the tissue so that it was more open in the mm. hope that I'd be able to breathe better and maybe I'd be able to smell. And it didn't work. Mm. Um, I was able to breathe better through my nose for about six months or so, but the smell didn't come. And then that was it, really. We've kind of left it. And then I had years and years and years of just thinking, well, that's it. And then uh, a couple of years ago, decided to Google it, found out it was actually called Anosmia, found out there was an Anosmia charity, like this big old charity where loads of people who can't smell get together and talk about how tough it is and get a badge and a certificate to say you're part of the the club and uh thought about getting involved in that but didn't um anyone literally if, you, if you're lonely anyone can join that club yeah yeah exactly <laughs> if, if any of our listeners want to get involved in something or they quite fancy being an imposter just go yeah. and join that charity because I don't no, think they've got they can't tests. prove it. They can't. There's no way they can prove that you can't smell. Well, this is the thing because I know that. I mean, there's probably like really bad smells where I could put it up against your face and you yeah. recoil. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I do kind of get that. So yeah. if I um if I smell something really pokey like a, I don't, it's like a whiskey or yeah. like um I can't, I can't think of anything else but if i get something like that and the i actually fumes. take a sniff i can feel it yeah yeah or pe- yeah petrol mm. i can i can feel it tingling in my yeah. nose but i don't get any other sensation apart from that so Man. where where does where does this leave you in regards to taste uh I, sp- I spent my whole life going i can taste fine and then 
really I've I've kind of grown to realise that my taste is really limited. I can taste everything that again when you're at school and you and you see the diagram of a tongue and you and you know which parts of the tongue apparently taste which uh, which things. So I can taste salty, I can taste sour, I can taste um, sweet, I can taste bitter, I can taste spice, spiciness. But anything that's more aromatic, like herbs, I can never distinguish any herbs. I couldn't tell you if something had garlic in it. Um, it's basically anything that hits the tongue first. So I, I enjoy food, and I, yeah. but I, I really enjoy like strong flavoured food. Yeah. Um, something needs to be spicy. You know, I really like Thai food because it's always sweet and salty and uh, sour and all that kind of stuff. That's incredible. My, my dad was born with a you know, hair lit cleft palate, and it's, oh, yeah. he, he suffered with. Uh, you know, uh, sense of smell was wrecked. You know, had barely had one. Um, right, he, had, okay. he had lots of surgery on his nose. It never really helped. They cut away polyps and stuff to help with his sinuses. And also, again, like his his sense of taste was always had, uh, was always affected. Like you, he enjoyed food, but um, mm. I guess it's that thing, isn't it? Like you, as because you don't know what it's like, you can't really miss it, can you? Yeah. Like there's there's so like life's such a broad thing to enjoy that you know why focus on something that's absent that you can't yeah, exactly. prove. I did. I did want it. There was a there was yeah. a period of time in my probably when I was in my teens, you yeah. know, in my emo phase, where it's like, yeah. oh man, I can't believe I can't smell, writing poems and stuff like that. Um, and uh, I just, in reality, if 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 I were to go and have an operation and I woke up, I could smell. It'd probably be fucking awful because I'd you know I'd step out onto the street. I'd be like, what the fuck's that? And somebody would walk past me with bad bo, and I'd just vomit onto the floor or something. Oh, Every, everything would just be in really intense. I would imagine if I could suddenly smell. Um, I'm probably better off without it, or at least that's what I tell myself. Stop myself breaking down. <laughs> I well, taste is it? I think it's lucky that you've out of the two. I'd keep taste over smell, mm. definitely. And uh, yeah, but you say, is it that? I mean, there is some dangers with it, but yeah, yeah. Of all the yeah. senses to lose, like for exactly. example, you don't want to lose a sense of style. Look at Whiffin. Look at look at him. <laughs> look, look what happens. It just so uh, for patrons who are watching this, they can see this is uh, Stu's first new feature of his. Um, is it a midlife? How? What is? What is the crisis after a midlife crisis? Yeah, That's I was I was having yeah. this conversation with someone yesterday, um, and uh, I'm not sure. I think I had my midlife crisis <laughs> um, maybe eight years ago when I started the swimming in the boxing yeah. again, and and, and, yeah. and and I think that was like the, the midlife crisis. So no excuses. No excuses. It's a I'm renaissance, just, isn't it? Just, just, a, just a sad man. It's like a final third life crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Sorry, Stu. I think he looks great. Okay. Uh, I do, actually. I went, it's, Stu sent the picture. Oh, no, he didn't. I saw it on Instagram. For those that are wondering, I, 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 I got some peroxide out and bleached my hair yesterday. As if you did it. You no, sorry, I didn't. Uh, I, I, stylists come uh, yeah. I, I, I did have a hairdresser uh, that, that done it, but... Um, I upset him uh, because I, I did say when he cut my hair like um, when whenever lockdowns lifted to open the hairdressers last week or whatever I said I've been thinking about just bleaching it because I was getting quite a bit of grey in there as well and uh, you was sorry right. that was unnecessary wasn't it well yeah, well, no, well, was, yeah I mean it's, it's still in the beard as you mm. can see because you, you, as you said on the last it episode is. you look like you've dipped your face in an ashtray and I was like oh <laughs> thanks Chris uh so that might have been the final thing that pushed me into doing it. But I just thought, oh, you know what, we're, we're in lockdown. Like, um, I know it looks all right because I had it for years when I was younger. 
Uh, and I got sent an amazing picture um, of me next to um, Amy Borman of Mama Mama, um, where we are now looking at starting a Bross tribute act because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, identical haircuts now. Um, incredible. It does look good. It's annoying. I, I saw the Instagram and my immediate thought was, I need to jump on the Pod Bible group and have a go but and then I was like ah oh, it looks quite good you do actually look a bit younger I reckon but oh even the, better I tell you what Adam that the good thing about it looking good is you can go that much harder on him now yeah okay alright I'll bear that you in mind you can go that much harder because there's less chance he's going to sort of like be staring at the ceiling at night questioning the choice you can really because <laughs> yeah. he knows inherently it looks good it means you can really fucking be horrible to him um, okay I don't know if I can reach any further levels of low with you Stu but I'm oh, I'm going to try mate Million downloads. Many, many years of friendship there. That's how it <laughs> operates. Um, so shall we, shall we start? What we, how are we going to <laughs> I love that. There's my two business partners there from separate businesses talking about... <laughs> how we can destroy them. How, how you can destroy them on separate groups with other people. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Right, number five, Adam. Number five. I thought I'd start off serious. Farts are just funny. Oh. <laughs> that, that is the best thing about not being able to smell. Yeah, I, it is. I've I, spent my whole life thinking just farts are hilarious and being absolutely devastated when you have a fart and it doesn't make a noise. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 oh God, I was about to say I adore farting, which is probably a bit strong because <laughs> it's not like it's uh, something I'm extremely passionate about. But there's nothing better, is there, when, when somebody does a big old raspy fart whether it's you or a mate, um, yeah. it's just really great. And then I don't get any of the negative side effects. No, exactly. I do. I think it's a bit like actions speak louder than words. I think words are broadly can be less damaging. And a fart sound is great. That's all the funny side. It's that, it's that smell that you don't want. And I, one of my best yeah. mates, Mark, he notoriously has got... Must have IBS. We've, he's never really looked into it. But it's bad. His farts are... They are so bad. And if I don't hang out with him for a month and I go around there and literally within five minutes he'll, he'll let one rip and I'm like, that's why. That is the that is the bad side of hanging out with you, mate, is that you're yeah. constantly sniffing shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Like, it, it has gone way beyond funny. Like, you know, like, who is it? Um, uh, uh, who's the comedian who... Um, <clears throat> Oh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey did. The, okay, yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey did it. To, uh, Stu, you know this comedian. Who's the comedian? Jim Carrey did the life of. Oh, um, Andy oh, Kaufman. Man in the Moon. Kaufman. Yeah. yeah, he liked. He found jokes himself funny, even if no one else did. Like it's yeah. that. That for Mark is how he's had to make his farts because none of his mates. I think we've all got him on notice. We might stop talking to him soon. So I think you're very lucky that you can't smell farts. Yeah, the thing is though with farts is that I think I've got. I've had like a lifetime of, of now knowing what the feeling is in my stomach <laughs> and just, just in my head and in myself when it's going to be a smelly one. Because yeah. obviously, I mean, I never actually do one and then I never actually know what it's like. Uh, obviously, if, if I'm around people, then, yeah. you know, you get the reaction. But even when I'm sat in my office by myself working, I can be like, smelly fart happening now. Are you telling me that <laughs> your loss of sense of smell has made you more assumed to be able to detect farts? Because... That would make well, my you, own that make you like the daredevil of the farting world. <laughs> oh, I'll take that. Is, uh, which that is, is a great. niche a niche joke. 
I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really glad you got in with uh, farts as number five because the minute you said you had no sense of smell, I could see both of Chrissy's eyes just rapidly moving from left to right just while he was having this inner monologue of just how can he mention fart and not offend you? Because it was the fir- I could see it was like written all over his face. The first thing his mind went to was, wow, wow, what about farts? <laughs> Yeah, oh no, he doesn't get to enjoy farts. <laughs> but that's the thing, I do. I enjoy them a lot. And it's and it's interesting now because I've got a four-year-old daughter and obviously she's at the age now where she's starting to appreciate poo-based and fart-based humour. And so she'll come home from nursery and then she'll just say something like, you're a poo face. Oh, and, fucking you brilliant. Know, it is amazing. It is. And then occasionally, occasionally you have a little bit where you're like, oh, should I be trying to discourage this a little bit? And it's fine. But... <laughs> It's also, it means that we both really enjoy fart together. Yeah. <laughs> so she, when, when she farts, it's, it's hilarious and we have a good laugh about it. And I'm now at the stage where I can, and if, I don't know, yeah, I haven't done this in front of my wife, so Hannah, if you listen to this, I do it and it's fine. We can have a chat about it and I don't think it's abusive. But I will lie her down, pin her down, sit on her and fart. And she loves it and we have a laugh. Yeah. And she's four, and it's part of an oh, education, isn't it? It is as well, because um, also that means she's not going to freak out when someone tries that on a like, well, exactly. school. She'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll take your fart, and I'll raise you two yeah. parts. And it's not every fart, <clears throat> you know. It's uh, <laughs> it's just the good ones, or the ones um, I know are going to be particularly loud. Not every fart, if you Your can uh, uh, edit that bit out, please, because uh, we'll be forwarding this to the NSPCC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's the end of me. Yeah, imagine. God. Anyway, farts. yeah, so I particularly enjoy doing that. Um, and uh, I just think, yeah, farts are, farts are brilliant. Incredible, incredible techers. What, what, what are we going to do, Stu? Do you want to throw anything in there? Any smells that you dislike or like? Um, uh, oh, I'll, I'll do one I dislike. Mm. Yeah, um, go on then. Uh, bleach. Which after yesterday. No, no, which is really weird. Oh, right. we've talked about your no, hair. No, 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 not, 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 that's a different smell. When I was getting this really good haircut. Like, <laughs> no, it's, it's like, um, like, like household bleach. Like if yeah. like, you know, the toilet's being bleached or like, you know, you, you bleach the sink or whatever, like anything like that. Like, um, like, yeah, I'll just... Like every now and again, like if like Carol's sister is the worst for it. She loves a drop of bleach, and like, and she's got like she's a cleaner, well, and she, she's like, and okay. like. That's gonna but, say. But you go, you, you know, you, when she gets her clean on, it's just like everything's bleached, and like if I'm in a room, like put it this way, even if, if like if if I if I am um, going to the kitchen and. Uh, and, and Carol happens to have like recently bleached the sink or something like that, I can't sit in that room. I have to right. go to another room. That that smell of bleach, chlorine. I'm fine with, you know, obviously peroxide and things like that. I'm fine with, but like that household bleach smell. Oh God, gross! Can't have it. Really? Mm. A lot of people really like it, though. I think. Yeah, it's, I, have heard I, think that. I think it's because it has that um, psychological sort of like link to to cleanliness. Definitely. And, and the death of germs, as opposed to people wanting to fucking, you know, put slap a bit on their neck, you know, before they go on a night out. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it's that sort of, that sort of smell. But yeah, no, I kind of, I kind of see where you're coming from on that shoe. I've, I've hardly walked, I've barely walked into a toilet stinking of bleach and been desperate to stay there for very long. <laughs> yeah. Bleach is another one where I'll, if I, if I get my nose close enough to it, you can definitely get the, Burn. the fumes yeah. and start, start spinning out. Yeah. Yeah. Wake up eight hours later. <laughs> 
do it all over again. Yeah. Chris? Um, what do you want, a bad smell or a good smell? What do you want? You choose. Uh, I'll go with a bad smell. Um, halitosis. God bless anyone who suffers from halitosis, I tell you. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it is like, there is like, when you're <laughs> just checking his breath. When, <laughs> when, you, when you have bad breath, and you can often link to bad breath to issues with just um, gum hygiene. And we knew a lot less about this at, at schools when we were kids and stuff like that. Hopefully you'd think now that people who are getting told that they've got bad breath and they, they just use a bit of floss and you can you can resolve it. But halitosis, I really, you know, that is, I don't know how people solve it, but I knew someone with halitosis uh, in an office and boy, by gum, that was, that was, that was powerful. That was powerful. Rough. It's not, it's nothing like bad breath. And, and one time I remember us getting on the DLR um, and a busy DLR and, and, and I stood about four inches away from his face because of how we got cramps on the DLR and my eyes were streaming from it. Oh God. Yeah. It was, it was so incredibly, so, so incredibly powerful. And I really do. It's, it's almost one of those things I can't joke about because I, like, I, I feel so sorry for people if, if, if they suffer from it. I, um... I'm quite sen- I don't have the best sense of smell, but I'm a bit, I don't know. I'm not very resilient to bad smells. And um, right. she's thinking, you're probably thinking you said, and that's the lie. I think some people look like I, I just decide <laughs> some people look like they smell like I've never smelled anybody, <laughs> and I don't know what be it but you, you do walk past somebody and you think they they have a look that they smell whether it's just like the why why are you looking at me <laughs> oh, you can't tell who I'm looking at could be I'm looking at one of you <laughs> but uh yeah I am um, <clears throat> I've done the uh maybe Eight nine years ago, I'd done the Atkins diet when oh, ev- yeah. everyone was doing the thing where you just literally just eat meat, mm. um, <clears throat> and uh, I lost a lot of weight quite quickly, um, and didn't drink booze, obviously. And then I went to a gig at the Castle Main with Big Papa Jay, and I decided to have a drink which was a bad idea if you'd been doing that for like three weeks and, uh, and had a couple of drinks and was pissed out of my head. And, and, and I remember like <clears throat> putting my arm around just and, like, and just doing that drunken sort of chat in the ear hole. And he was like, dude, your breath is out of control. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> and I think that is one of the, this, this this things that is a, a a downside of the Atkins diet is yeah. uh, your breath can be fucking terrible, mm. Mm. and uh, yeah. there was also a lot of chewing gum going on throughout the Atkins yeah. Uh, days. Uh, yeah, did you ever try that? I haven't done that. I, uh, have you, Adam? No, no. I've uh, yeah, I've, I've never really needed to. Just, I mean, yeah, I just haven't. Yeah, well, you, well, you you're quite trim lads, aren't you? Like, I'm quite, I'm quite fat. I look skinny, but I'm actually fat. It's the truth of it. Yeah, I don't really put. I've never really been. I've never been fat. I've never really put on much weight. Always, it's one of those things where when I was younger, I always wanted to be able to put on weight and put on bulk and stuff yeah. like that. But it, it's obviously the positive side is that I don't tend to get bulky. I've never really had a, been on a diet unless it's just healthy eating that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I don't know yeah. I, if I've ever mentioned it to you, um, Adam. I, I don't think even Stu knows this. I've, I've done a lot of fasts. What's your um, fasts. number four, Ed? 
I've heard you talk about fasting a few times, Chris. <laughs> See, I knew uh, he still listened. <laughs> yeah, when you've been on Pip's pod. Uh, number four. So the next one, I am really handy to have around the house. Okay. Just, just to big myself up. And this goes back to when I lived in a student house to, to now. But obviously, if there's blocked drains, I'll deal with it. Yeah, there's mouldy food in the fridge that has just gone putrid yeah. and needs to get chucked away. Yeah. I'll eat it. No, I'll bin it. <laughs> uh, stinky bins. I mean, the first time this ever happened, the first uni house I moved into, we moved in and uh, we, I moved in with three other mates, three other guys, and we went into the kitchen and everything had obviously been cleared out except the bin. I don't know why the people who lived there before hadn't emptied the bin and it had been sat there for the whole summer. Wow. And it was one where we opened it up and immediately the other three guys sort of recoiled across the kitchen because it stank so yeah. much. And I was just like, what? And I, but I could see inside that it was it all gone a bit mouldy. And as we lifted the bin bag out, it, it split. And then a load of maggots were in there. And it was disgusting. But <clears throat> didn't really bother me at all. So obviously found it quite intriguing to have a little look at the maggots. And I just, I cleared it up. And uh, then for three years of university, I was the guy who would, who would deal with that kind of thing. Uh, and that's obviously, you know, since having a, a baby, nappies, no big deal. Uh, can always deal with that kind of stuff. You could earn, um, so you could win a few bets with it as well, couldn't you? Because you could, you know, by the hygiene issues, you could literally wipe a little bit of shit on your nose for a bet. Well, know? yeah, there's, I did something similar again at the start. <laughs> I know where I'm going with that, Stu. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I don't know what's going on. I did something at uni, at the start of uni, where I told all of my new mates... That, um, that I couldn't smell. And they were just like, oh, prove it, prove it. And I said, well, you know, I will. How do you want me to prove it? And a guy got out this old milk they had in his fridge that had gone off and it was all like lumpy and horrible. <laughs> and he said, have a, have a massive sniff of this. I went, all right, yeah, I will. So I took the lid off, held it up to my nose and literally like... Oh, even watching you do that would make me wretch, I think. <laughs> Yeah, and I was fine, and it was cool, and it was everything was okay until about six hours later, and I, this it probably was the alcohol because we then had this cocktail of horrible stuff that had orange juice and red wine in it. Yeah, I've been there, mate. and I was sick all over as the car park, but it was a kind of sick that it was just it was a horrible session of uh, vomiting, yeah. and I'm pretty convinced it may have had something to do with that sniffing in all that bacteria as well from that yeah. milk. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm good. I'm good to have around, basically, guys. You so know, you, wanna... you, you mentioned is everything all right at home, mate? Is everything? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you please, me- can I move in? You mentioned like student days and things like that, <clears throat> and, and and I guess, and you obviously mentioned throwing up all over the car park. So, uh, yeah, someone throws up all over the carpet in the student digs. You caught to do that as well? No, I'm not a complete pushover. No, you know, no, if no, I start no. clearing up my mate's vomit as well, then <laughs> yeah. I'm basically their doormat, aren't I? I can't. Yeah. I, that that that's a bit too far. That's a, that's I mean, a I don't know. Does, does created? Does vomit smell? Like not okay. good. Like, yeah, your not faces good. are telling me not yes. Good. It's okay. not. It's it's up there with the worst smells. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's up, and the the thing with that is that um, it can. Suppose that makes sense. It will make you throw up. That's yeah. the thing with it. Like like. So, I've, uh, kids and I've done. I've been part of like. Have you seen Stand by Me where they all start throwing up? I've been. Uh, yeah, part, yeah, yeah. I've been part of a vomit chain at junior <laughs> school, and I've seen someone yak, <laughs> smell it, yak, and other kids watch me yacked. Right. Like, yeah. It's like a cha- it's like dominoes. Um, it's a really 
sexy chain reaction. That, <laughs> yeah, go on, she. You was going to say something there. Uh, yeah, I just think like if 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 six one of the things that you ain't doing, then you ain't fucking Andy in my ass. Like. Really? I, I, yeah, you're not that handy to have around. Like, you know, I can deal with a bin, but it's like, it's, it's when the, the, the shit hits the fan and then it is things I'll like... i that up. But, <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're back in, you're back in. <laughs> when you saw yourself, Stu, which I'm sure you regularly do, just on the sofa in, in, in an evening, I'll... I'll uh, what kind of sofas have you got? Are they leather, white, clean ones? Or? No, they're not leather. They're not leather. Leather. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll wipe up your poo. I won't clean up your sick. Yeah. All right, that's All the right. takeaway from Deal. this. Deal. All okay. right, thanks, man. Um, number three. <laughs> number three. I have saved an absolute fortune on aftershave mm. and deodorant mm. in my lifetime. Um, I don't think that was a very wise choice. But go on, keep <laughs> <laughs> justifying it, Adam. Yeah, okay, I can sort of see that. There's a couple of things I've written down. I thought, is this going to come across well? Who Why do you think we're doing this podcast over Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure my wife consistently tells me that I don't, I've never really smelt. And she thinks it might be some sort of weird superpower that because I can't smell, I don't really emit any smells. Like, I don't really have an odour. And even when I get hot and sweaty, I don't ever tend to get BO or anything like that. She might just be being nice to me. Who knows? <laughs> probably. But, She's um, probably at the uh, at the support group, <laughs> just telling her what it's like to live with someone that smells. Ble- bleaching her nose out. Bleaching her nose out as you speak. <laughs> no, but yeah. So I often, yeah. This is the one. Maybe I, yeah. I often don't really wear deodorant because because <laughs> I forget. Yeah. Because yeah. I forget. Yeah. It's not part of my routine. Yeah. I never think, oh, and I need to make sure I don't smell or I yeah. need to make sure I smell nice because it's never. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Smell is just not a concept that I have as part of me. So obviously when it's really hot and you get the days where you just go a step outside and you're sweating, I will wear deodorant or antiperspirant and stuff like that. But generally I, I, you know, wintertime or whenever, I don't really put it on. But aftershave's a big one. 
you know, when you get to like 16, 17, 18 and you yeah. start getting given aftershave for Christmas presents, uh, you get like the Lynx packs with the aftershave and the deodorant. I'd, I'd always, they just sit there. And in fact, I've got aftershave in, in the bathroom cabinet, which I was, I've had since I was about 21. I mean, it probably doesn't smell of anything now. I don't know how that works if they uh, lose their smell, but I just they don't, I don't buy it. But yeah. yeah, I wonder if it's like, um, like, you know, whiskey when you get, if it's, if the seal has been uh, open, then it, the fumes slowly start to seep, seep out. But um, yeah, so aftershave, I've never had to spend any money on it. I know a lot of people who do spend a lot of money on it or I'll go around to mates and they'll have, you know, five or six different aftershaves lined up and they're like, well, that's my going out one, that's my work one, that's my hanging out at home one or whatever. Where, where, where are you with aftershave, Chris? Because like, personally, like since lockdown, because I'm not digging you out here, Ed, but, but Carol's got a really, really sensitive smell like and and so she really doesn't like aftershave uh and so when lockdown started i get up and and i'll just get aftershave from body shop like this this yeah they do some nice ones yeah and uh just because i know that it's not being sprayed in something's eyes um yeah uh, uh, and and so like i'll just my routine is obviously put a bit of deodorant on and then a couple of sprays of that and and uh and when lockdown started, Carol was like, can you not wear aftershave? Like, because, you know, we're, we're in this room together a lot now. And and I really don't like the, you know, the smell of aftershave. And I was like, oh, all right. And then, yeah, I've not worn aftershave for like however long it's been now, three, four months. And uh, and I'm, I'm actually thinking of, of going back into the office in London on went, uh, Tuesday and I'm thinking, oh, and I was literally down in bed this morning thinking, oh, I can put some aftershave on. And like, and, and I'm not, are, are you one that sort of wears aftershave a lot, Chris? Do you spend a lot of money on aftershave? So, um, I, I don't know, about seven years ago, an ex at the time said, you've got to have a signature scent. And she used to wear um, Tom Ford Black Dahlia, which was quite expensive. Not like, not Creed sort of prices, but it, it is expensive enough. But she always smelled great and it was always sort of like a, a, a link into them because obviously one of the great things about sense of smell is how it brings up memories and yeah. that, that's a fantastic part of it I can't like you know if I was going to say one thing it's not so much the smell smells smell good but to me Adam the most fantastic part of smell is it's the most un, it's the most un, um, least understood of all our senses is the olfactory one and mm. The, how it links you to memories is fucking so powerful. And like, so I, I remember if I smell CK1, I can tell you nights out when I was 15. It takes me to yeah. a night out. And it's like so powerful. So I started, that's a roundabout way of saying shoot, I do. And my favourite uh, one is uh, Murdoch Black Tea. And I've, I've run out of it actually. I've been meaning to buy a bottle of it. Um, because at the start of lockdown, I, I stopped. I stopped wearing it. But what I've noticed is I think it's good to sort of like, you know, a bit like what you do, Shu. You get up, you get changed, you do your things, you get ready. So your day is like a normal day. And I just think that sort of self-care process is all part of your psychological makeup. Mm. And so um, I have been making more of an effort just at home in how I dress and whatever. Because I think it makes me feel good about myself. Um, 
you know, and I don't need to dress up to feel good, you know, I'm not going out, I'm not wearing high heels around the house, but <laughs> to, to just sort of like, you know. It makes sense. Yeah, to, to put, and, and, and so yeah, I, I mean, sometimes I'll put a dab of aftershave on, but mostly, I mean, we were joking about this, Adam, the other day, and the reason why I said this might have been an error on your behalf is because a couple of months back I was getting bumps under my armpits from aftershave, from uh, antiperspirants, and I don't like yeah. the idea of blocking up my pores. So no. when I can get away with it, I don't put it on. But what my girlfriend started saying, my girlfriend, a bit like shoes, my girlfriend's got like a crazy good sense of smell. It's fucking, it's scary how good her smell is, and uh, sense of smell. And and she was, she's been recently. Chris, you got to put deodorant on, mate. You, you stink. <laughs> so I've had to go back to doing it. But I, I try, I use um, sort of na- natural ones like uh, 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 sort of like the soap bar ones, the rot salt and right, stuff like yeah. that. And they're a lot it, kinder to my armpits and the environment. It, so. It's definitely something I get. I do get a bit paranoid about it occasionally, but it's usually when it's hot. So yeah. I associate sweat with smelling. Yeah. But um, as far as I'm aware, you can have bo. You know, somebody somebody who's got bad bo could have a shower and then could still be a bit smelly. Is that right? S- sort of. I mean, like as I've got older, I've noticed that I. I mean, need you to tell me. You're more. the expert. <laughs> Like, but I'd, I'd have to sh- like sometimes I don't think it's enough like any smell on your any scent on your body it's not enough to right. wash once in those areas you have to wash once or twice thoroughly and so okay. but with BO I, I honestly a bit like you mate I, unless it's really hot I'm exercising I don't tend to kick up like and, and I, I don't know what it is about my metabolism or, or what not but I just don't tend to sweat a lot but it is when yeah. I sweat that I tend to smell you know I've heard it's also like the second sweat. So if I was to go out now and uh, <clears throat> go for a run or something and come back, I might not necessarily be really that stinky. But then if I was to sort of let that dry and ah, then well, get hot again, yeah, that that's the f- couple of times when my wife has said, okay, you need to have a shower is if I've done some exercise and haven't showered straight away. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's like a, a double up or something. I don't yeah. Know. That, that's, I, I can't tell you uh, how powerful the smell inside a, <laughs> inside a boxing glove is. So, Ooh, uh, yeah, it, like, you would never wear someone else's boxing gloves because you sweat like a maniac when you box, and then your hands are wrapped as well, and so mm. the sweat is on the wraps and filters into the, the material of the gloves, and then you can't really oh, God, do anything yeah. to dry them out. And like, I, I've got a bag that that has got my boxing stuff in, and. It has to live in the garage. It can't live in the house. And like, and if I leave it in the boot of my car, like for for like more than a couple of days, I get in the car and I think, oh, I can smell my gloves. And like, it's it's such a pungent smell. And like, no one will ever be like, oh, can I borrow your gloves? It's like, no, nah, no, you're right, thanks. And so you go into some gyms and there's like loads of gloves just laying around for you to wear, and it's like, don't put your hands in them because your hands will come out of there smelling of about fifteen different people's stale sweat, and it's a oh, Awful smell, awful smell. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that does sound gross. And um, when I, I played ice hockey for a very short period of time, at, uh, whoa, uni. where's that come from? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, I did uh, at uni. I was quite good, surprisingly. It was quite good at. I, I've never really. Been, yeah, I'm terrible at football. I can't hit a football hard. Watching me kick, try and kick a football hard is in, straight up the most embarrassing thing you'll ever see. I can't do it. Why but do I, I not know this? I ice get, hockey. I ice hockey. Yeah, bloody hard. Yeah, I quite so, mean. So slap you used shot. to did, did you used to skate a lot? Uh, not really. 
I actually learned how to ice skate whilst learning how to play ice hockey. It's actually easier because you've got a stick to keep uh, you up. Okay. But I got into it real quick. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it's great. But part of the thing on ice hockey is the, the, the gear, the gear that you mm. wear. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I wasn't at the level where I was I, I was fully padding up because I wasn't playing really competitive. I was literally finding my feet with it. I played it for, shoot, the reason why I mentioned it, I played it for like six months. Um, and... Uh, but the guys who were sort of like really doing the playing the, the full games and that, they uh, they wouldn't ever wash their gear because the smell is quite intimidating as well when you're pushing people up against the thing. But think like it's not cold when you're playing ice hockey, mate. It's fucking you're sweating your balls off, and there's loads of layers. So yeah, it's the same thing. It's worse than this. It's not just a pair of pads. It's fucking the whole yeah. outfit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, am I right in saying because uh, that's probably. Uh, you're a bit of a rad dude, aren't you, Chris? Oh, mega rad. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm uh, tubular. I've got, I'm beyond radical. I'm probably at tubular level. Right. Because yeah. it's similar when you go snowboarding, isn't it? You, yeah. you, you put on all those layers in the morning, and when you're on the lift to the top of the mountain, you're freezing your bollocks off, yeah. and then as soon as you get to the bottom, you're wanting to strip off. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. You, you said um, that, that before, when you get to the bottom, you always want to strip off. Like... <laughs> I'm sure you've mentioned that before, Chris. It's a free, yeah. I don't, um, like, I don't like these 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 sexual innuendos. Thanks, mate. I don't I'm care. not too up. I'm talking about snowboarding. Right, I'm sure you are. Just um, back on um, aftershave. One final thing mm. is another reason why I never wear it. Or yeah, I don't really tend to. Obviously, there was a period where I did get it as a gift, but most of my friends and family now are aware that it's a pointless gift. But I did get given one once by a mate. Uh, which I thought was a bit weird, and I immediately got paranoid that he just emptied the bottle and pissed <laughs> it. Like, done a little piss, put the screw top back on, and then just pictured oh, me just spraying is, a little bit of his piss. What a mate for if it isn't for that. If someone hasn't done that to you, Adam, you don't well, have friends. That's why I get paranoid about, because I would have no idea. Like, okay, you know, if oh, we're going out for a nice meal tonight, maybe I'll make an oh, effort, you know. Little spray a little bit of my mate's piss on my, on my neck. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I tend that to, I would tend be to genius. It. <laughs> it would, wouldn't it? That's the sort of thing that in you my mind didn't me. exist until you said it, and now like I'll be like oh, to you after this, you've got to find some way of getting a getting a, a shitty smell on that. <laughs> that is incredible. No, it's not going to happen. No, you've well, got to find somebody else who's an osmic who you can do it to. That's what you got to do. Well, um, but both next on your list uh, and a pungent smell. Uh, number two. Is uh, I've just I've just written down I can pretty much eat anything. So we talked about the fact that yeah. um, <laughs> we we talked about the fact that my um, obviously you know I get all the tastes that are on my tongue. Yeah. But if I go to a restaurant or we go anywhere, I I I enjoy all food. <clears throat> and I don't know if that's necessarily just because I can't smell. You know, some people are, are pickier than others anyway. But. I will pretty much delve in with everything and anything. And as long as it's well seasoned and it's got flavor, then I'm up for it. Um, which I know some people are put off by certain smells of oh, some food, or, you know, some things turn people's stomachs and that's not an issue. I mean, pa- so Parmesan you... was the original one for like when I was a kid and I'd smell that and I'd be like, which you also don't know. Really? Smell of his, his, his feet. His, his, uh, his, that, that. Certain cheeses that, um, are absolutely, they can still smell absolutely fucking god awful, but taste. Did like we mention this hell. the other day, Chris? Did we mention Stinking I mean, Bishop the other day? I mean, we've, we've recorded 
trillions of hours of podcast. We have one hundred percent talked about thinking bishop, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we've because done that, that's the thing. Yeah, I'm sure we have in, in recent weeks. Um, and because that, that's the first thing that I think of, which is the cheese that once it's in your mouth, it's delicious. Mm. But to get it past your nose, it's it's pungent and like, but it tastes delicious and. Yeah, right. and I guess so. If you was to go at uh, like an Indian restaurant, would you pick something really, really spicy because you'd get a sensation from that? Or yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't go, you know, I don't go for the spiciest thing on the menu or anything like that. Um, but I always get spicy, and and that's like whenever I order a pizza, I'll always get pizza with you know, chili or jalapenos on or whatever it might be. I, I always want my food to be spicy i'm not quite at the level where i'll add chili sauce to everything at home but i do have quite a few different chili yeah. sauces that i'll add to stuff because that's the worst thing with any food is is when it's bland and i think there are quite a few foods that are naturally bland and maybe rely on the smell or uh, one thing is fish like fish yeah. i can't i mean I, I don't know if this is just the same for most people but if you give me a mouth if you give me a mouthful of fish I'm not going to be able to distinguish what kind of fish it is. Yeah. Would, you, would you? Yeah, completely. But I completely okay. understand why you're saying that as well. Because it is. Yeah. Because the, 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 there is a lot more nuance in fish. And I think also it's one of the, for me anyway, it was one of the last things that I really got into. Because there is. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's a milder taste in and of its own. Between, say, yeah. tuna, cod, even the white, the, the whitey fish and the more fleshy ones. It is. It's much more subtle. It really is. So right, I, okay. I can completely understand why you'd think it's pointless. But fish curry, like I, I made a fish curry the other day. It was really hot. Oh, it's, oh yeah, I do oh, like fish good. curry. It was incredible. It was incredible. Yeah, a few years ago we had, um, I think it was an anniversary or something, we went to a really nice fish restaurant in Brighton, one of the biggest ones, um, one of the best ones. But I, we were sat there and I was like, oh, this is a mistake. Because I got... I can't remember if it was a starter or something, but I got like a dressed crab where you get the, yeah. the shell and it's got all the different crab meat. Yeah. And I was eating it. I was like, this doesn't, it's not really doing much for me. I think I need yeah. to uh, like slather it in loads more pepper or whatever it is. And uh, I mean, a lot, of the, a lot of the time with food, it's all about the condiments and about the sauces and not necessarily about the flavor that I'm getting from the the yeah. main thing the yeah. main ingredient I can totally which. see that being a fucking waste of time and a load of hard work because when you're breaking open a crab it's quite a lot of effort so if yeah. you're doing that and you're getting crab meat which <laughs> it really is a subtle taste yeah yeah that's an incredible waste of time <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so that happens a lot I'm trying to think if there's any other stinky foods that are, the, the, obviously the cheeses but Stu is there any stink, any foods that you think are sort of like unbearable um, any, any blue cheese yeah, um, other than cheese, um, <sighs> yeah, I'm trying to think if I've heard like, heard of any. Obviously, there's those fr- there's certain fruit, isn't there? Is it the durian fruit? But that's not like, oh, a yeah. common thing yeah, you get yeah. in the yeah. in the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. Fish is definitely uh, one. It puts my girlfriend off. My girlfriend doesn't like too fishy fishy fish. Oh, um, mm. uh, obviously uh, vinegar. Um, oh, you hate vinegar, it, it, don't you? Like, yeah, people put vinegar on anything. Uh, just just the, and it's the smell more than the taste. Like the, okay. the, the smell, the smell of it. Um, do you do you put vinegar on chips, Ed? Yeah, yeah, not much. Hannah, my wife, loves it, and so, uh, whenever you know, whenever whenever we smell vinegar anywhere, she's immediately like, right, we've got to get fish yeah, and chips tonight. Same. And I know that's definitely one. That's one of those smells, isn't it, that people absolutely love. 
I hear people going on about all the fucking time. My presence, when I've told them, I can't smell. It's a strange one, Adam, because if you could smell, you'd probably go, first time you smell vinegar, you'd go, really? Is that, yeah. a, is that really a good smell? But yeah. I don't know. There's, 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 I don't know. There's something about that that's like Pavlov's dog, really. I'd that rather have a yeah. few drops of your mate's piss on my chips than them. <laughs> okay, we can arrange that. 100%. 100%. What's, um, oh, Chris, I'll tell you what, before we get to ads number one, do you yes. want to give us a smell you like? Yeah, well, I was going to say that, actually, Pavlo, Pavlov's dog. Like, uh, if I walk into Nando's, I, I start losing my mind. And man, now, I wouldn't even say Nando's has got a... It has got a smell, but I wouldn't say it's one of the most um, thingies. I do love the smell of um, uh, rain on concrete or the smell before a storm. I do. That is a thing. Um, okay. And it, it's, it does smell really nice. It smells it very... F- it smells fresh, and it opens up my mind. Um, so yeah, there too that are quite quite common. Well, certainly the the, the the smell of rain or just before it is is something that I I really do love. How about you then, mate? What smells do you like? Um, I like sounds really stupid, and it's 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 not too dissimilar from your smell, Chris. Not you, uh, the, pa- <laughs> the, the, the uh, a wet pavement. Um, but I like I like that kind of when when you're. And I'm going to mention the swimming and being in them areas again. Oh, yeah. But when when you get up in the morning and there's there's there's, there's dew on the floor. Oh yeah, it's incredible. And and, and you're in the countryside. Yeah. Uh, that smell is the best smell to wake up to. Oh, yeah. um, and then ju- it sounds really weird, but um, the smell of a wetsuit. Like it's a strange smell. It's a very unique smell. But yeah, just that when I smell a wetsuit. I know that there's joy coming. Yeah. And like, and I connect that with that. Well, so even if you go and get your wetsuit out of the cupboard or whatever, it, oh, straight away. I just think, right, I, right, I know what I need to do. Yeah. Just, just the, whatever the material a wetsuit's made out of. Uh, and the fact right, that, it, okay. and the fact that, you know, it's been in a lot of lakes and it's been left outside to dry out and then put in my, my wet bag. And then yeah. it still holds on to a lot of sm- like that smell. Mm. Um, well, I mean, I've never really been like someone that's done water sports or anything like that, and so I've never really sort of smelt a wetsuit in any other way. But like, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but no, even if I go to like decathlon or something, and I and, and I and I start looking at the wetsuits, <laughs> rubbing your face, on like, the wetsuits. The, I, and like, I, I could, I could. Like sorry, that, sir. That, that, could you, uh... <laughs> sorry, sir. I've just come. Um, like, uh, that, that... Sorry, sir. Could you keep going? <laughs> yeah, that that, that, that that smells good. And uh, Owen. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I've got uh, one uh, more. Yeah. Go on. Go on. No. Go on. You're going to say something. Um, a, a carpet shop. Yes. Oh, anything like that, mate. Carpet yeah. shops. Brand new stationery. New trainers. Fresh new break trainers. bread. And then a very finite one. This morning, I. Uh, Games Workshop released a new box set, and I was like, I won't buy that. Absolutely no. What's your number one, Ed? No, listen, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so I was waiting for it to be able to buy it, and I was lucky enough to get one. And when I get that, and I'll get to lift that lid and smell the plastic, it's like it's a strange smell, but it smells really good. It's like yeah. when you when you open up a brand new iPhone. Do you know what I mean? And you get that new product smell. Oh. No, I don't. I don't uh, know yeah, sorry. <laughs> I did make a note, actually, of things that 
what I think are the top five smells going off what yeah. people bang on about yeah, the yeah. most. And you've mentioned, I won't go into detail, but fresh bread, fresh coffee, oh, yeah. cut grass. Is that sort of, a lot yeah. of people going yeah, about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Bacon, cooking bacon. Oh, fucking I, hell. I, yeah, I, I literally, before you joined this yeah. call, I, the first That's thing I said to me. Chris was, my neighbours are cooking bacon. Right. Bacon smells does amazing. something to your brain. does. Yeah. yeah. And then tarmac was the last one. I heard people like yeah, freshly laid tarmac. Strange or, smell that, but yeah, yeah I that's sort of get very it. strange. Yeah, mm. I sort of get it. It's a bit of a druggy smell. Adam. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, no, really. I'm yeah. not a fan of that smell. Um, yeah. Weed. I think weed smells really nice. I sometimes I go in and out, loving the smell of marijuana. When I used to smoke it a lot, obviously go crazy. Now I smell it and I feel a bit like granddad. I'm a bit like, oh, don't. Yeah. <laughs> reminds me. Reminds me of times that I'm glad are behind me. Really, if anything. So. It is weird because, like, nice. you, you, I'll go around the shop sometimes, and like, and and, and the kids, you know, uh, like the the young lads are all like, sort of like, milling around outside the shops, having a little joint, and like, and the the, the old man in me wants to just go like bloody kids, but then I just think, God, that smells nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. You're probably doing exactly the same thing at their age. <laughs> You'll be hanging out with them soon, mate. <laughs> You'll be borrowing my skateboard and all sorts. What up? Where you're going. (laughs) Oh, dear. Right, number one, Ed. Number one, uh, we kind of mentioned it earlier, but it's that my other senses are heightened. I I truly believe that my, well, I was going to say my eyesight. I do have to wear glasses usually when when I'm working, but my eyesight is good for non-computer-based stuff. But my hearing is fucking incredible. Test me. Yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patreon videos. Uh, Patreon videos. Uh, subtitles are available uh, on AAA. <laughs> but you would have seen that. Um, I, right. I, that's really cool. I guess, um, so it's good if you're a music lover as well, isn't it, really? You, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, the biggest... I th- it, uh, well, I say, I mean, it is, it is really good. Uh, quite often at home, it tends to be a bit of a negative because um, having, a, having a baby... And you know she now she's four, but mm. it, if if she if she does a little noise in a dream or something, I'm awake. Uh, yeah. And if she makes like basically, when it comes to bedtime, like trying to fall to sleep and quite often getting woken up, mm-hmm. my having a sensitive um, sensitive hearing actually sucks a bit because it takes me ages to get to yeah. sleep. I hear anything. I need like complete silence. I really hate earplugs. So I don't use earplugs or anything, but. You know, if there's a if a door downstairs is creaking slightly, then I'll have to go down and you know wedge it. Uh, or if um, one of the cats is purring in another room, sorry, is your house haunted? Outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you have a window open, you get a bit of a draft. Um, but I mean, it also means that I can quite often, you know, ha- Hannah will be downstairs when I'm working, and she'll be talking to Alex, our daughter, about something. And then they'll be like, yeah, okay, well, we'll make sure we talk to Daddy about that later. And then I'll be like, well, no, it's all right. I just heard that whole conversation. But remember, <laughs> I, I've got super hearing. Um, and my sense, I mean, you'll know this, Stu, my sense of touch <laughs> off the scale. So, so delicate. So delicate. <laughs> no, I don't know if that really counts. But, yeah, hearing um, and sight and uh, just generally just... Being yeah, awesome. Being, just being awesome I'm just fucking incredible apart from the fact I can't smell um, but yeah that's that's kind of that's the last one I wouldn't say it's my number one they're not in order these but yeah. that is the last one okay um, so good 
So before we wrap things up, um, let's let's talk about your podcast. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's uh, hardest part of the ring. It's wrestling related. I know you love wrestling, Stu. Um, Massive fan. Well, you you, been to a, you like it, didn't you, Chris? You've been to a couple of shows. Uh, yeah, do you know what? I, like, the last sort of year and a half, I haven't been. And um, it's a shame because I, I just like hanging out with my mate, Pip, really, and just dicking around, mm. like annoying him that I don't really remember anything from the last time I went. Um, but I absolutely love it. I actually think the, you know, the whole event is incredible. Uh, that you know The wrestlers, what they can do in the ring and how the how they said it and their sense of humour and then the crowd I think it's fucking the shit I really do but it's one of those ones where I quite like to breeze in and out of it I'm quite happy happy having that relationship with it I'm a bit like that with everything anyway Adam I like to just yeah I like a, I like a life's like tapas for me I like little bits nice. of everything yeah yeah that's that's one thing with I think if you do any podcast that it, it revolves around re- reviewing stuff mm. Then I mean I do have times when I'm like oh fuck I've got to sit and watch three hours now of uh, of a wrestling event which I know is probably going to be pretty average but then we're going to talk about it on the podcast that can be a bit of a pain but yeah so that's that's what it is it's me and three other mates who we used to we used to work together um, a couple of them have done bits and bobs of work in the wrestling industry and we review pay per views we review shows we do top fives uh, all wrestling related we do quizzes. Uh, we do rewind episodes where we go back and look at classic pay-per-views from the 90s and watching Hulk Hogan and all that stuff Um, and yeah it's just uh, it comes out every Wednesday we it's sort of I mean it basically it was very amateur started off just us doing it for ourselves and we had about 10 listeners but it's grown and grown and grown and obviously since starting to do with pod bible stuff Pip's a big fan of wrestling he started listening to it now he listens weekly as far as I'm aware and we had the live show at the podcast festival last year, day after you guys, um, and it it's grown. And we've got a really good sort of community of people who get involved and 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 send feedback and messages. And it's just really good fun. And wrestling is one of those things that is just complete. It's nonsense, really. And you know anybody who comes to it and and starts watching it or looks over your shoulder, walks into a room, and it's like, what the fuck are you watching? I understand that reaction, yeah. but when you get into it and you, you just see it as like a soap opera and a piece of theatre yeah. and uh, enjoy all the stupid elements of it, then it's just really good fun. Listening to Pip, I think Pip helped me sort of see that side of it more Like after when I was a kid and watching it just because I couldn't really yeah. follow anything. But Pip's excitement and, uh, you know, revelation in the, in the storytelling, I think it, it is brilliant. And the fact that they, they they link that storytelling in with a very fucking difficult art form, really, I think, you know, uh, it's, mm. it's, it is, it's really good. It's pucker. Yeah. The, the negative side is that it, it's like a joke of an industry. The WWE, an awful company, and the people in charge of it are complete arseholes. And obviously there's been loads of negativity mm. recently around yeah. Brit rest stuff and people speaking out as they have yeah. been in loads of different industries. Yeah. But it's seeing it unfold in in wrestling has just been really quite distressing to read some of the stuff that's been going on um but yeah 
we'll uh, we'll stick with it and keep watching. And, and mainly, the podcast is is it's us getting together and having a good laugh. And I think I like to think that a lot of our listeners sort of stick with us, not because we're experts when we talk about wrestling, because we're totally not. Similar with you two. What? They, they tune in to hear you guys talk well, and have a laugh well, we're, we're, and take the piss out of each other. And we're not being expert on anything. I've got a few bones to pick with you. One is, firstly, go, dial back yeah. four minutes. If you think you got away with saying you did, top, you do top fives on your podcast, we need a kickback from that now, Adam. Yeah. Because that's what, what, top fives what, what, is what? our thing. We came up with the concept of top fiving things. What, 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 what's the date of your first episode? Secondly... Uh, <laughs> I can't oh, remember. Shit. When I no, was I, I can. Um, I, well, I can tell you. I think it was the twenty seventeenth of March, twenty seventeen. Yeah, it's quite specific. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, we were. I think we were August twenty seventeen. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, man. But we will need. Thanks, guys. We will need some form of financial and, compensation. Uh, the second thing Send is you some aftershave. <laughs> from back from the nineties. Yeah, got some I've, got, I've got one just for you. Um, yeah, it looks a bit cloudy, but ignore that. <laughs> and, and secondly, and people listen for the expertise. Well, do they? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people push back when I say that and say, actually, you do know what you're talking yeah. about, but I think as with anything, you tend to just have a bit of imposter syndrome, don't you, when, you, when you're trying to talk about something We don't. Seriously. I think uh, it's never really been a thing for us, has it? We We obviously know... You know, we're 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 experts in a multitude of fields, and so I think yeah. we've been we've been blessed there. You we're know, at we're... the vanguard of um, just human invention and thought and creativity. So completely, completely. Yeah, I've actually I've come to realise that during this episode. Thanks. I didn't think it before, but yeah, it's amazing to witness and be a part of. But yeah, maybe you're right. Thank you. Maybe you're right. Hang, hang on, hang on. <laughs> What's that smell? That smells bullshit. <laughs> oh yeah. I just want to quickly tell you about this magazine. It's called Pod Bible. Now, Pod Bible is the new essential guide to podcasts. It's put together alongside Spotify and Acast, and it's a one-stop shop to tell you all about the podcasts you maybe know about, but definitely about a load of the podcasts that you probably don't know about that we think you should know about. I mean, in the first edition, there's interviews with Adam Buxton, interviews with Craig Parkinson, um, there's features on Jade Adams, and there's just an abundance of information about so many exciting podcasts that are out there. Also, Spotify have given us these amazing little codes. So if you do get a print copy, you can just turn on your Spotify on your phone, scan the little code, and it just automatically opens up the podcast on your listening device. How good's that? If you haven't managed to get a print copy, then just go over to www.podbiblemag.com and read it online because the digital version is all over there and it's all free. So every other month there'll be a new edition out. So go and have a look and support us on the social medias as well. Podbiblemag.com It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.